Welcome to ARWP, the All Real Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Eric Novak, and today we have a special guest. He is Mysterioso. Enjoy the video. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate uh, you having me on here. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. All right. Let's start with the first question. What made you become a pro wrestler? And on top of that, a luchador. Uh, so I think uh, just growing up, just growing up, my my father was a was a a local. Well, he was a luchador. Um, I think the difference just between luchador and a pro wrestler, it just happens to be like uh, their their culture behind uh, going into wrestling. For example, like the mass uh, means so much more in lucha culture, right, than a pro wrestler season it was just a, a guy that uses a mask but in lucha libre it, it it identifies you and it actually becomes part of like your your mystique and who you are because it separates uh, your personal life and the life that you have in the ring and as a pro wrestler i mean you could still do that but it's a little harder because i mean you you go up there with your own face right and as a luchador you you get to hide behind a you get to be a little incognito in the ring so uh yeah so just just wa- watching my dad and then um uh started watching uh tv and then got into seeing uh ray mysterio on like wwe and then from there i started wa- uh i watched more i was more intrigued in the lucha libre style uh then i started focusing on uh, at that point uh, mystical was a big a big uh a big name a big draw not only in Lucha Libre, but I think in, in pro wrestling as well. And uh, yeah, just from there, I mean, I, I started a uh, basic training very young, before I was 10, and I uh, just kept up with it and uh, just de- debuted at a, at a very young age and just try to get better day by day. Awesome. Wow. That's really, that's really cool. And, you know, I just want to talk more about, you know, Lucha Libre and just the, the challenges that you have to go through on an everyday life. And also, what's the, the reward? Because a lot of fans, including me, look at a luchador and they want to know what meaning, you know, what's the real meaning. And a lot of luchadors give their meanings, but it's never the same as everyone else. Everyone has a different story, a different legacy. What is yours? Uh, so personally, I mean, mine is just, uh, Misterioso in, in Spanish is Misterioso, but in English it, it translates to the mysterious one. Uh, even the, the name, uh, the name was given to me by the original one, Roberto Castillo. Um, he was actually a trainee of the original, uh, Ray Mysterio Sr., uh, Ray Mysterio 619's uncle. He, he was actually Rey Mysterio 2, uh, Mysterioso I'm talking about, the original one. Mm-hmm. And then from there, from there uh, he, he wanted uh, to go work for another company. Uh, I think it was CML or EML at that time. And um, they didn't want to have the Rey Mysterio 2, so um, he had to switch his name and he came up with Mysterioso, which is still a tribute to uh, Rey Mysterios uh, in some sort of way, but also its own separate uh, entity. And that's the root of the name and passed down to me what it means to me. It's it's basically the same thing, right? I mean, uh, a, a lot of people uh, probably aren't diehard uh, uh, Lucha Libre fans or, you know, like they don't know the whole backstory of it. 
So for for them, I'm basically the only Mr. Yasu they know. And that's not like an ego thing. That's just uh, like, a, like a reality thing. I think a lot of fans, younger fans, uh, they see me and they're like, oh, that's Mr. Yasu. And I think that's, that's just how, just like I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of people just know Ray as the original Ray, right? Maybe they don't know that his uncle was the original Ray Mysterio. So I think it's just a, a generational thing. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to uh, to have an opportunity to to uh, not only entertain the fans but uh, try to live out some of my dreams. Awesome. And you know, with that said, I do want to know what some of your dreams are. My next question was going to be, where do you see yourself in the next five years? But I feel like that recalls with your dreams. So tell me what your dreams are. Uh, well, I've been independent since I started. Uh, I have. Uh, I would want to say I've been performing in front of fans for for about ten years. Uh, a lot of people say pro, but I mean that's a strong word. So I don't know exactly when I turn pro, but I've been uh, performing in front of fans for over ten years. Uh, from I probably did every place in California, uh, a, a lot of a lot in the states, different parts of states, at least uh, lucha show. Uh, I've done in uh, Baja, California, a lot, Tijuana, uh, Ensenada, Rosarito, all that stuff. I, I, I did it at a period of time. Uh, I, I, I did a little bit of Mexico City. I tried to do a little bit more, but but um, my, my basically at this point, my, my focus is to have a platform to be a part of the company because... Um, Independence is good, right? I think it's a great platform and a great way to market yourself. But ultimately, uh, you need at least somebody behind you or some sort of structure just so um, you can continue and build uh, your legacy, whether it's with whatever company you end up choosing or whatever company you stay. But I think it's important to at least uh, make your name and those and whatever company it is. And, and that's my that's my goal right now to. To find a home, luckily in New Japan, um, uh, with all this stuff that's going on, been my home for now, and I'm I'm super happy. I mean, there's there's nothing I could say that's negative about that company. I mean, it it would be a dream to be exclusively uh, signed to them, but um, yeah, it's just so so much craziness. So I understand the business side of it right now, but yeah, that that that's probably my goal, just awesome. to uh, to be signed. Uh, awesome. Not necessarily because I want to, just because of how the wrestling landscape is. I think that's that's probably the, the next step I need in order for, for my career to keep going. Well, that's phenomenal. You know, I, like I said, I'm a huge fan. You know, I definitely feel like you will be signed very soon. And, you know, you brought it up, so I do want to talk about it. And we're not going to, like, make it the entire interview, but I do want to talk about New Japan. How did the call, because it's so ironic, New Japan is a show way away from home you know it's not a, it's not a u.s wrestling it's not like tna or aw or like and and the small nwa mlw it's all the way in japan and they needed people how did they find you because i'm sure they spoke to you about where they found you what what, what you what spark you gave to them tell me your your first impression with when new japan called you up to put you to all these tours because you're already on your third tour if i'm not wrong right uh I, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say it would, it would be my third tour. I, I debuted uh, for the company in November or December mm -hmm. of last for a Lionsbury project. 
And from there, I went to the uh, New Beginnings USA tour in the beginning of 2020. And then obviously all this stuff happened. So uh, when we're doing uh, these new, uh, uh, when we're doing these events that are um, available on New Japan World, I guess that would be the third tour. Yeah, because I mean, you guys, in my opinion, I didn't know how many, I spoke to a lot of people who did participate with you, and no one told me exactly how many days you guys did it, because I know it's all over now. I know what we're watching now, you guys did a couple months ago, right? This isn't a live thing, right? No, it's not live. It's, it's uh, they're, they're taped, but um, they're, they're just, uh, they're being distributed however the company decides to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you, if you remember, how many matches do you think you were in during this uh taping during this i don't remember i mean i mean the thing is that it's it's still in in development and then um the company really doesn't doesn't uh how would i say there there's no clear direction in what it is so it's it's really on 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 need to know basis and, th and that's not just keeping stuff from from you it's it's really that's what it is um uh a reason I love New Japan is because um, it, it it goes kind of side by side with um, with uh, like everything that that Lucha Libre stands for, right? Like honor, uh, integrity, and everything. And I think that's a big part of of what at least New Japan does, even in their taping and stuff. There's never a a, a kind of how would I say it? Uh, there's never a script to mm. New Japan. It's really an athletic competition. Uh, whether people want to admit it or not, it's it's really like a fighting spirit kind of thing. So so yeah, it's 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 uh it, it's it's completely different from what's on. It's there's no like real storylines. It's really like who's better, and it's it's like just unique matchups that that they bring to you. Um, I think uh, well, I think uh, Fred Rosser right debuted uh this week. Uh. And he was uh, ex WWE, so that 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 to me is pretty unique that he actually incorporated uh he was incorporated to these shows because uh you would never guess it from at least uh his uh background or uh, I mean there's been WWE guys but kind of in their own terms mm -hmm. but to be incorporated into New Japan especially uh, the USA shows I think I think it's it just uh, comes to show that they're they're trying to surprise everybody a little bit. No, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. New Japan puts a high respect in the wrestling food chain. Because like you said, they don't care about promos. They don't care about scripts. It's just lucha libre, you know, culture. It's fight to see who is the best. And with that being said, and again, New Japan is one of the most respectful companies because of that. Because they don't believe they need a script. They don't need bad segments to sell tickets, and it proves it. They don't, because when they come to the U.S., it's sold out, or if you go there, it's sold out. But talking about that, there's such a high amount of people in that roster that are amazing, phenomenal talents, including ones that debuted like Alex Zane, Blake Christian, like you said, you know, XWB wrestlers, TJP included, and future ones like Colt Cabana, who will do events live in there. Who are some people that you want to face in one-on-one -on -one action, or that you hope to face in one-on-one -on -one action in the future? Um, honestly, anybody, and, and I really say that just because um, I think that's 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 the interesting part, right? That uh, everyone has a unique style, 
And um, it, it's kind of because I think, like, for example, I'm going to say, like, when you go to an indie show, right, I think uh, you always want to see, like, a high flyer versus a high flyer, right, or a uh, grappler versus a grappler because you want to see who's the best. Mm. But I think what music kind of does is kind of incorporate uh, whatever style both people have into their style, right? Because at, at the end of the day, it's a New Japan product, so it has to be incorporated uh, back into like being the fighting style. So it, it's different, right? Because I think if you see a New Japan Blake uh, Christian match, and then you see a regular Blake Christian match, from what I've seen, it, it it's really different. Mm-hmm. I mean, he I still agree. does he still does his his his, uh, his move set, but in a different way. And uh, yeah, it's it's just different. I mean. Uh, yeah, it's just different. I don't know how to explain it. So, so it's to me, fun. anybody, anyone in that environment would be completely different because uh, I feel, uh, for example, if I would face against Blake Christian, it would be different than if I would face against Blake Christian at an indie show, anywhere, right? That would be completely different. So, so that's why I re- my genuine answer is anybody because uh, under those uh, under that environment, it, it's just a different feeling. Uh, maybe just just i think the brand weighs a lot mm-hmm. meaning like you kind of uh, even if it's like uh i don't want to speak for anybody but but i think when when you're in a new japan uh, locker room you kind of have that in your mind right just because uh it's not a regular locker room even though technically it's uh it's an american show because it's new japan usa mm-hmm. but you kind of have that aura that you you see the lion logo and everything you're like okay so you take it a little bit differently than if I would show up, uh, and not disrespecting indie shows, but if I would show up, it's like less, a little bit less pressure. You kind of moving more freely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I still move freely now just because I've been, I've been more comfortable. But um, yeah, it's, uh, I feel, I feel a little bit more pressured whenever I, I perform in New Japan. Maybe, maybe it's because it's a little nerves, or it's just you know you want to earn your spot and stuff. But uh, yeah. All right, no, not sure. All right, but. Let me change the question to something else. What if you get signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling and you're there against Chaos, you know, LLG, everything. You're there against all the groups. Who are three opponents that you'd want to face, that you'd want to check off that bucket list? Just three. Uh, well, it would have to be the top guys. I mean, it would have to be probably Okada, uh, Ibushi, and uh, Tanahashi. I mean... I think I think uh, to to me it's 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 at any company I would always want to aim aim to the high, to the highest place that I can because um it doesn't make sense if you if you go into a company and you and you want to be like in the middle or in the lower end to me mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense so I would I would generally I mean that would be the goal right if uh, hopefully one day um, if I get signed to New Japan. That would be that would be the goal to go against Okada or Ibushi, and, or Tanahashi, and just just to prove that I, I belong in the same ring as them. Awesome. All right, and my final New Japan Pro Wrestling question is: If you get signed, what fraction would you want to join? Would it be Bullet Club, Lij, Chaos? What fraction would you want to be a part of that you feel like best? You know, applies to your character, your your right. inner you. Um, that, uh, that, that's, that to me is a little, a little harder because I think that has to do 
more to like uh, who you are as a person, mm-hmm. not necessarily a wrestler, uh, because you could be a great wrestler, but if you don't get along with your uh, with your stable, then there's no point in being in there, right? Yeah. So I think I would have to get to know them a little bit better, just just to make that accurate choice. But because right now I get to say any anyone, but it wouldn't really be like a sincere answer. So I think I would have to know them better, kind of maybe go on the road and see what's up. But yeah, I mean, from from the from the New Japan guys, um, uh, and that I seen and that I look at their work, it's they're completely different styles. But um, like David Finley and and Juice Robinson, um, yeah, I, I mean, I look at them work and I see them outside of the, obviously outside of um, the ring, and and they're just great guys. So, so that that's my that's kind of my example. So whatever, whatever. Like that kind of environment is, I think I'm on board for that. Okay, cool. And I lied. Sorry, one more question, and it's one that yeah, I yeah, no awesome. You know, watching New Japan recently with the six way matches, three on three. You know, there's a special thing when it's when you come out to someone's entrance music. You're it, they come out to your entrance music. You know, when the, when your team, you're like the leader of the team, and you are the one who like picked up the victories. Tell me how you feel about that. And New Japan, when they put you in matches like with PJ Black and all that, they like to make you like the team leader of of the of the six way match. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm honored, right? I mean, who, who wouldn't want to be the leader of a team? But uh, it comes it comes with the responsibility. I mean, you you obviously want to be the leader of a winning team, and then also um, I, I think back to my whole thing. I think New Japan uh, just just puts a lot of emphasis on on uh, on like roots, meaning like uh, like uh, I think for that team, I think I was the only heavyweight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say so. Maybe that had to do a lot with it as well. And then probably I was like, even though I'm new there, I'm probably the one with like uh, the more uh, airtime in the New Japan uh, camera and stuff. Because I think my partners were like Blake Christian, uh, Adrian Quest, right? And uh, Barrett, I think. The match that I remember was TJP, ACH, Alex Zane against you, PJ Black, and Blake Christian. Oh, okay, but you okay, but yeah, you must yeah. have you must have had a few, so it's like I don't remember. Yeah, not. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so so I I mean I I mean I'm, like I said I'm honored I'm honored I'm not gonna lie, but um, I think it might be also like a heavyweight junior heavyweight thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's not, I mean I I, I don't really I don't I don't count my outside victories until you get what I'm trying to say. I like, get exactly what you're saying. Like, as an outside person, I mean, I would I would be like, oh, that that's pretty cool as well, right? Or like I I would pay attention to that as well. Mm-hmm. But me as as like a as a talent, as you know, someone still trying to trying to kind of uh, get in the company, I can't look at it that way because there's you kind of you could you could make yourself look like a fool as if you claim it. You get what I'm trying to say? 100%. So, so I don't I don't claim it, but I'm I'm glad that you that that you guys, I mean the fans and you as well like uh, pay attention to that because uh, I mean it comes to my mind, but you also kind of want to check your ego, right? Cuz I mean that's that's just part of part of the business, you know? Maybe one day, maybe right now I could be the leader of 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 a team, but then 
I don't know, I, I could probably not even be on the card or, or something, you know? So always, I always want to stay humble just, just so, um, just so I could manage the ups and I could also manage the lows. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you know, like, like you said, it, it's, to me, it's also an honor. I mean, I, uh, that, that theme music, uh, New Japan actually made it. I mean, I, I used to come out to a song similar to that, but obviously it wasn't my song. Um, because it was like a, a, a big famous song, but, um, that, that song's great. I love that song. I actually really, really love that song. I'm, just, I'm not just saying that just, just because. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So we're going to leave new Japan for now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I want to confirm. Did you tell me about how the call came for new Japan? Did, did you talk about that? Cause no, I didn't. Okay. So the, the call for that, that it goes back to be, me being humbled. Um, I mean, it, to be honest, they, they didn't really look for me. I had I had to look for them. Mm-hmm. Meaning, uh, so it's a funny story. I, uh, back when, because right now, if if I'm not mistaken, New Japan is is currently owned by Bushiroad, a company, mm-hmm. right? I think before that, it was owned by Yuke Pacific, the toy company, and then I think before that, it was owned by uh, by Antonio Inoki, the founder. Mm-hmm. So I'm just bringing that up because actually, well, like I said, I trained very young. So I actually uh, trained and was allowed uh, to train at the original LA Dojo. Uh, the original LA Dojo, you're talking about a dojo where uh, uh, TJ Perkins came out of, uh, Alex Kozlov came out of, uh, Rocky Romero was a part of it. I don't know if that's where he started his wrestling journey, but... He was definitely a big part of it back when, I mean, he would go to like CML and, and dominate that division over there. Um, well, uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson came out of that. Uh, Prince Devitt uh, came out of that. So so my thing is like when I, I was way younger, like probably not even teen yet, and I would see these guys, you know, and just uh, obviously they would do their own thing. I would, uh, I was, I would train mostly with the Lucha guys because it was different hour sets, but I would see them and before they became stars. And uh, I just share this story because I think it comes full circle uh, because in 2000, this was probably when I first, for the original LA Dojo, maybe that was like maybe 2003, 2004. And then uh, more than a decade later, I find out that uh, they're opening another uh, LA Dojo, right? So um, I, I, I saw the news just like anybody else, and then I think uh, they did seminars. Mm. I think they did a seminar, and I signed up for that. And it was a five-day seminar. And, um, yeah, bro, I mean, it, it was tough. It was, it was tough. Everything that you think you know about wrestling was basically thrown out the window, and you were started from scratch. Um, maybe, I, I don't know the exact number, but I know that maybe, like, two-thirds only finished mm. to the last day. So it, it was tough in that part. And then from there, uh, I built a foundation, meaning like uh, I got invited back to more seminars mm-hmm. uh, because they just wanted to see me train and stuff. And, and that was honestly the original connection of me just working out uh, on my dime and then getting invited back. Uh, now, just, just in getting invited back just so uh, they could see a little bit more of me. And from there, that connection grew until finally there was a, a New Japan tryout. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, I got the green light for the Lionsbury project. And yeah, from there, it was just kind of 
kind of like off to the races, at least for now. I mean, it was a little stalled because of the COVID situation, mm-hmm. but but yeah, that that's that's honestly my my introduction to to Nizapad. I I kind of had to look for that opportunity, but but also I knew that um I knew that I wasn't uh uh how do I say it? I wasn't gonna start from scratch because at that point I had already you know wrestled. I wrestled in Japan before, not for New Japan, but for Dragon Gate. So, so my my confidence was a little bit, a little bit better mm-hmm. because I thought like there is no way I could be the suckiest guy at this place, you know. So, so my thing was like just just give it your best, you know. And what happened happens. There was really no expectation, but like I said, thankfully I kept getting invited back, and then uh, little by little until the trial happened, and and after that was my shot. But like I said, I, I kind of, I would be lying if I said they looked for me. I kind of had to keep knocking on that door until they finally opened it for me. And right now, I mean, I, I consider the door open right now, even though, like, I'm not signed with them full time. But but I really love that company, man. I really do. I hope, I hope uh, we, we could, we could, we could get something rolling. And, and yeah, because that, that, that to me is, out of all the companies, I think that, that is probably the company I, I love the most, just just because it's so pure, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no hidden agendas. You kind of you kind of know what you're gonna sign up for when you're there, and you kind of know. Uh, I mean, obviously nothing is known until you're there, but you you have you have a good feeling that it, that if you just work hard, then things are gonna be okay for you. Wow. All right. That was that was a lot to hear. Thank you for that. Thank you for telling me. You know the truth of like how you managed to be where you are now and again like you said i hope to see you there everyone you know who's watching this and and message me and definitely you know my friends who wanted you on here definitely want to see you there shine and in my opinion a luchador is what they need they and, and that's just my like opinion that they are they have so much and i think lucha libre is something they want to use as their are you there yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay, here. yeah, it just lost for a second. Yep. So, um, all right, so go to the next thing, and that's the best thing about Lucha Libre. The best thing about Luchas, I love it, is gear. Your gear is one of the coolest, badass gear I've ever seen. My favorite gear is one that you wore in New Japan. It's like half the American flag, half all black. Right. Awesome. Tell me, do you make your own gear? Is that like your own design? How, how do you... Well, the, the the design, like I said, the design is kind of already uh, like the main things, mm-hmm. like the eyes and everything's already established from from the original Mysterioso mm-hmm. character. But uh, I do add my own twist to it by the colors, or like for example, this mask has the ears open and has like a earring on this side kind of thing. So so I I still add my own flavor. I add my colors to it. Um, yeah, and I mean that that. I still add my taste to it. Like, like if you would put a side-by-side photo of the 90s Misterioso versus me, there, there's really not a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Just because of them, just, you'll probably obviously know it's the same person, or not the same person, but the same, mm-hmm. like, uh, just because of the mask. But, um, like, for example, I wear sleeves. Uh, the other one didn't, you know, stuff like that. And then uh, it's just different, even from the from the designs on the on the tights and everything it, it, it's it's my design so so yeah man i, I try to change it up and, and that just goes back to uh, my lucha libre uh culture mm-hmm. uh, a true luchador always i mean unless they have a 
unless they're known for those colors, they they could always like reinvent themselves. Like I I don't know if you're a Lucha Libre fan, but like Santo, mm-hmm. he's always the 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 silver, right? Mm-hmm. Blue is obviously the blue. So unless you're kind of that iconic or like that, then you could do whatever you want as long as uh you still obviously respect it and everything. And yeah, man, I, I mean I love it like. Like I, I love it, but more, more than anything, I see it as a professionalism. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really, that, that, that to me is, is what I, what I uh, give to the sport, so to speak. You get what I'm trying to say? Uh, of course. I, I like to invest in myself, uh, and that's a, that's a big way to show it, right? That, that, um, I've been, I mean, I've been trying. Uh, hopefully, I could continue the trend, but. I've just been trying to pull out, you know, all the all the gear I have out uh, on on these New Japan shows, and uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, you like more than those. But yeah, the American ones was one of my favorites no, as well. I liked a lot of them. That one's just one that stands out to me, just because I've never seen like a, a kind of look like that. Like I liked a lot of your gear. I that's what yeah, I respect you in that. Your gear is one of the coolest ones. You have all different kinds, and I love it. A lot of them. That one just stood out to me because I've never seen something so iconic, you know, in that way where it's like half black, half of it. I liked it. It was something that no one's ever done before. And it's amazing because when you do something like the American flag, thousands of wrestlers have done it, but never like that. That's why it stood out. Yeah, well, like my, my both of my parents are Mexican, but I mean, I, I was born in the U.S. You know, I was born and raised in uh, Los Angeles. So, I mean... I, I I love America, but so uh, usually Lucha Libre, you know, um, the the kind of the American flag supposed to be like, and Lucha Libre, at least Mexican Lucha Libre, it's supposed to be like villainy, right? Because it's a foreigner or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 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 for my for myself, uh, I kind of just I, I I love obviously the colors and everything. So so I kind of just wanted to kind of switch it and like you said I'm glad you took it that way where it's kind of iconic and it looks cool because I didn't want to have it just you know like a super patriotic thing so I think uh by just putting half the black on it it, it like what the hell you know you kind of take a double look of, mm. instead of saying oh it's just a probably American lucha guy you know what I'm saying you kind of tell like, oh, what, what is he trying to do <laughs> but yeah man I mean, stuff like that. I I, I have different ones, but uh, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. Because uh, if you even check, one of the eyes is open, and the other one is. I've is seen closed. that. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And you know that, that's and that's not just you know you have a lot of gear that's like that. Like I I saw you know your green white one when you did the tag match with uh, Adam Solo. I think I'm saying his name right. I could be wrong. So yeah 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 the yeah. Yeah, uh, you the you Mexico have one. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, that you one, have. I love that one too. And I just, I, 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 love, I don't know. I just like the, the I just like the, like the flag colors. I think that's why they're on flags, right? But I think the, those colors go so well, and then uh, it also means something, right? So for the Mexican theme one, it's coming from my Mexican roots, uh, Mex, uh, my Mexican lucha libre style. So yeah, man, I just I, I love representing, and like I said, I don't really stick to a, a kind of a go-to color so mm-hmm. for me switching is the best part of of my whole persona 
Awesome. All right. Something I got to talk about now. I mean, after we just talked about your whole gear and stuff like that is merch. And I know and I know a lot's been going on right now where it's like, I don't know if I should want to sell merch right now. I don't know if I want to invest in stuff. So it's about right. the future. It's about the future. I don't know. If that, I'm, I'm sure that's your shirt. That's your shirt on merch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I this one hasn't came out. That's funny. I this one is a this one is a the new design of uh, Mister Yazo is kind of like a a, Me- a Mexican uh, like a calavera mm-hmm. kind of design, uh, and then it has um, like teams. Oh, that's Yoso. cool. That's, I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. So I have other ones, but this one hasn't came out. Um, yeah, just just uh, to me, I mean, I don't, I don't. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, right now it's a tough time for everyone, mm-hmm. right? I think especially for, for for pro wrestlers, including myself, man. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't really have, I don't have a job outside of wrestling. So, but at the same time, I don't want to put myself out there, you know, to to ask for people that maybe they don't have right now. You know what I'm trying to say? Of course. So, that that that's my whole that's my whole thing you know like i right now the only thing i'm selling is, is a face mask and that's through uh luchamask.com uh protect the face mask that's through Lucha, and that's just like a a partnership i have mm-hmm. with with that company uh, and they're the ones that are actually uh distributing and, and making them but um actually i actually have them and the, and they're great man they're they're, they're super cool Especially if you're trying to stand out and uh, and like just represent like uh, not only Lucha Libre but like if you have like a, a design in as a face cover because I, I I live in California so anywhere you go right now it's like mandated to wear those mm-hmm. in the supermarket anywhere so I mean I think uh, I think it'd be great if you represented uh, your your likes in that way right but yeah yes. as, as far as merch I do have merch. But um, I, I think until probably we do live events or I do live events, I'll probably push that out. Uh, just because if you're at a venue, I think that's the best way to to promote it. Um, if I promote it during my pay uh, on my social media, I'll probably get I'll probably get a couple of people trying to buy it. But I mean, it's you, it's you got I'm trying to say. I, I rather yeah, I rather just wait. I hear you. That's why my question wasn't like right now. Let's 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 dream, you know. Let's say it's yeah. still going over the future hits. What gear? Let me give you some. Let me just shoot you some things. Tell me if you consider ever making this, you know, or have ever considered. So one big thing that I would love, it would go good good in my collection, is masks. Not your ring worn. I mean, if you're not sentimental, I guess you could do ring worn. But I feel like that's a different like level. I'm talking about like just generic. Homemade mask. Yeah. Is that something that you were considering doing in the future? Yeah, I actually, I actually had masks like that, like a generic mask, like a like maybe kids mask or adult size mask. Not not uh, the ones I wear, like pro grade. But I've had those masks. But um, yeah, it's just uh, there. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's hard. It's hard to to get into a partnership with someone just because um, from what they explained to me it kind of takes the same effort as a real mask the mm-hmm. only different thing is you're kind of using uh you're using cheaper material so yeah. to speak so so that's because you can't really just put it's not like a machine where you can just put another shirt and just press down on the machine or however they're done mm-hmm. this one you kind of got to sew everything especially if it's my mask kind of has a lot of like parts in it. it has like a a mohawk mm-hmm. and then it has you know 
So, so I understand that part, but I did have some, and yeah, man, when I have those, they, they, they sell out almost instantly. Yeah, the, 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 my pro masks are the ones that I, to be honest, I really, I don't even like to sell them. Like, I, I only, I only sell them when, like, somebody approaches me, mm-hmm. and I usually, even if they approach me, I kind of just, just shake it off, just because, um, not only does it mean a lot to me, but it takes a lot it costs a lot of money to make of course like i said the material is completely different you know you're you're talking about a material that has to stretch that has to like uh be kind of durable and everything Mm -hmm. and that looks cool at the same time so so it costs a lot to make and then also when i wrestle with it it means so much more to me so it's it's kind of hard to put a price on that but um i have sold a lot of i'm not gonna say i've never told i've sold ring worn mask but that's kind of something like if somebody comes up to me and like really show, uh tells me like hey man i'm a collector yeah. or whatever yeah it's not really something i advertise as well but um yeah I, I hear you completely. Uh, whenever i get kind of those uh those uh kid, kid masks or, or kind of like just souvenir masks mm-hmm. I, I like to call them i definitely i definitely put them out there but yeah they sell out super fast but like i said it's, it's hard especially Probably, probably now to even yeah. find a part. All right. Well, let's talk about one more thing. And again, this is the future, and it's something that I would love to, especially because you're Luchor. Have you ever considered doing an action figure? Not anything too big. Just stuff like I've seen a lot of wrestlers, you know, pull out like high spots, like little, you know, cheap, not cheap, but like just manufactured. You could tell they're yeah. not licensed. Have you ever considered doing something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it it all comes down to to uh, just cost for me. Like mm-hmm. like like cost, and then um, I've actually it's funny because I actually had more people give me my own action figure than I've sold some. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think I've never put out an action figure line. I've actually, but I do have action figures. Cause like I said, they've actually brought them to me. Like hey, I made this or something. I'm like oh cool, and I signed it. They're like no no, it's for you. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Oh my God, I don't know what to say at that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's so thank- uh, I'm so thankful for people that do that. Not not just because they give me something, though, because it takes an effort for them to, you know, go out of their way, waste whatever money they wasted. But not only that, the time they have to put into it, mm-hmm. you know, show a picture and get it, or if they don't do it themselves, get it done. So I always appreciate stuff like that. But like I said, uh, uh, my number one priority right now is, is probably just, just training and and wrestling and stuff so i think like maybe uh if my popularity boosts mm-hmm. i can take chances on the merch because uh but right now i kind of right now the the new it's funny because the newest shirt i have is this one on and this one i i have it still but i haven't pushed uh i haven't pushed out and stuff and and they've been asking me like hey like um do you have any new shirts i have the other two and stuff i'm like no not yet, not yet but I'll, I'll let you know i just just because uh yeah just because of the whole situation and the way everything's set up right now even like the post office is a little a little crazy yeah, right now and, yeah. and everything yeah everything's just just a little off right now but but yeah man hopefully in the future look that goes back that probably even goes kind of full circle to to just uh being backed by a platform, right, or a company, mm-hmm. uh, all those opportunities come easier to you because their setup is already like that. For example, like maybe a WWE already have could get you that those action figures, mm-hmm. right, or AEW or a TNA or even a New Japan. I know New Japan comes out with action figures, so so that that 
that just goes back to my whole thing. My my thing at this point right now is not really, it's not really uh, the merch. It's more about make, getting to the yeah, company. Yeah, it's more about to me. Less is more at this point, kind of thing. So so yeah, it's like I I kind of all this all these ideas I've thought of as well. But it's not only because of money; it's just because of the time I'm gonna have to put mm-hmm. in. And I also don't like to give uh, the fans like a a, a, a BS product. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Something just to stamp my name on it so they could buy it. Like all the shirts I've made, I've, I've really tried to make the best shirts I can, like from quality to the fabric to even the colors and everything. Uh, goes the same for the partnership I have for the face mask. Those are probably one of the best face masks I've seen. And it just goes from everything I do because uh, I really want to keep my brand as professional as I can. Mm-hmm. Meaning like from when I go into the rain to the experience that I have after if you buy a shirt from me or whatever the case is. All right. Yeah, I completely understand. You know, right now it's all about getting Simon. Now it's all about supporting your family, getting that paycheck to give you these big dreams, to give you the figure, to give you the mask. Yeah. Completely get that. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell people where they can find on social media so we can get you to that higher point that you want to be. So people can follow you, so people can support you in the same way that I want to. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram at It's Misterioso. That's a I-T-S-M-I-S-T-E-R-I-O-S-O. It's basically I-T-S, like it's and my name misterioso so yeah instagram uh twitter yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to also build those up but yeah no like i said i'm just right now i'm just obviously honestly i'm just focused on training and and uh training and working out and just waiting for that that nice opportunity man and you guys can catch me on uh new japan world uh last week i had a match against carl's uh fredericks this week uh, i'm not on it but i hopefully next week i am all right thank you everyone for watching we'll see you guys next time awesome thank you all right guys i hope you enjoyed that video i'll see you for the next one if you haven't done so yet please like comment subscribe if you haven't checked out mysterioso's work go check it out all his information is in the bio below if you haven't watched new japan strong yet new japan struggle or anything that's happening on new japan world friday nights go check it out their roster is unbelievable there is so much amazing potential with that show i'll see you guys for the next one thank you